Growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. Welcome back to the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. Episode six, today we're talking about how to get more sales in your beauty business. So I was reading the book, Sell or Be Sold, written by Grant Cardone. And there's so many juicy tidbits in this book. And I thought, I really need to do a podcast on this, but there's so much. So I'll break it up into a two-part series. And I'll probably be referencing some of my favorite quotes. And I'll tell you some of the takeaways. And I'll tell you three of the big takeaways on this first part. And then we'll talk about the other takeaways on another episode. So I think when it comes to sales, we all have different opinions and different mindsets. And it can be that we grew up with these mindsets somewhere along the way you encountered someone that was pushy or that conjured up this idea of this negative, slimy salesperson. And therefore, it really makes us feel a certain way when it comes to selling in our own business. So the first takeaway is that you must sell. And definitely if you are in business and if you're doing anything in life, the book makes a really good point that it is important to know sales to be successful. And selling starts when we're young. Our parents sell us on a certain way to be and maybe what a definition of happiness is. And if you look at our kids, our kids are really the, some of the best salespeople on the planet. Kids are super passionate. They're very persistent. And they know how to break their parents down and kind of break your resistance in order to get what they want. So kids are naturally very persuasive and we don't want to break our clients down and we don't want to be that fast talking swindler or confrontational or a high pressure salesperson. So when we think about sales, we try to avoid those things and that also leads to ideas of rejection. So therefore we sometimes will shy away from sales, but we need to be aware of the different techniques to convey the value of our services. And the best way to get past these negative ideas that you have about selling and about being that pushy salesperson is to rethink your past experiences and also tap into the value of the services that you provide and start to express that with confidence. So that when you do that, you know that you can better serve your clients and you can talk about the actual procedures and the benefits. So the first two chapters of the book, the author, again, Grant Cardone, is talking about how sales is essential for every area of life and learning the skill of communication and persuasion 
and negotiation is critical. So in chapter one, it's titled Selling a Way of Life. And this is your ability to persuade or negotiate or convince others. And it does affect every area of your life. And it will determine how well you survive. And the author makes a great point to think that sales is not negative and to take away the bad connotation, but instead to think about sales as really persuading others or convincing others of something, whether it's a movie or a great restaurant. Again, it doesn't have to be something negative. It's just that they will maybe see something with your point of view. Selling is defined by Webster's Dictionary as the action of persuading or influencing another to a course of action or the acceptance of something. And again, the author is making a point in chapter one that in every exchange of ideas or communication, there's a sale being made. So that it's really affecting every area of your life. And one of the best quotes he has that relates to us as beauty business owners is, the truth is businesses fail first and foremost because their ideas weren't sold quickly enough and therefore they ran out of money. So no business owner can build a business without understanding the critical element of selling. And it's so true. We are in a beauty business and we have to persuade others of the benefits and really help them understand the transformation. And that's really what selling is about. It's not about being pushy. It's just about showing others the true value of the service. It will be very difficult to have a successful beauty business without the ability to persuade others on why they should come to you for their services. So the second point is that you have to first sell yourself. So in chapter five, the author talks about the most important sale is to sell yourself. Because when you are sold on the benefits that you provide, then it's much easier to tell others. You know, I just used the example of a great restaurant or a fantastic movie. When you kind of stumble upon these things, it's very easy for you to tell others. In fact, you can't stop telling others about, you know, your favorite restaurant or benefits. And yet when it comes to our own services, we look at it as being self-promoting and over the top and self-serving. So really having a reframe of that, again, in selling yourself on the benefits in order to become a great sales salesperson and successful in your beauty business, you have to sell yourself on what you're selling, meaning you have to truly believe in your services. You have to be confident, not arrogant and not self-righteous, but you need to believe that you have the solution for your client. For me personally, I believe so strongly in the systems and the strategies that I teach to other beauty professionals and the level of care and support that I give them with the coaching that I believe nothing else can compare to what I provide. It's truly unique in the market. And I don't say that in a boasting way, and I don't say that in a way that is arrogant. I just say that as I truly believe in the services. And I've also seen it from my students, and, and I've heard that from my students as well, so I've seen it from the results. So sure, there are other beauty coaches out there, but I'm convinced that what I'm offering cannot be provided by somebody else. I mean, I, first of all, I have my unique system and method 
the Amplify method, but also what I do is truly unique. And that's what conviction is. It's a firmly held belief. And that's the way I want you to view your services. And sure, we are all human and there are times of uncertainty and doubt. And you heard me talk about imposter syndrome on one of the earlier episodes. However, the key is taking time to become thoroughly sold on the services you provide. I'm sure you've heard the story of David and Goliath. And David, being a small boy, he beat the giant, Goliath. And he beat the giant not because he was capable, but that he really believed he could. And if you look at certain brands like Apple and Starbucks, the people that buy those products are sold on the idea that those products are superior, right? So they really believe in those brands. And that's why they will wait in line overnight for the new release of the new iPhone. And that's why they will pay three times the price. I won't say the same cup of coffee, but they will pay three times the price for a cup of coffee because they believe in the product. They're really sold on the product and the brand. So most buyers would rather pay more and make the right decision than pay less and make a mistake. So the art of selling is to convey to the client that buying your services is the right decision and that you are the right professional for them. So number three, the takeaway is that sales is not about the money. One of the quotes in chapter five that really shook me was, if a person won't spend money or tends to be really cheap on how he spends his own money, then they'll have trouble getting others to spend money. So again, to break that down, if you are someone that, again, has a negative view about money or tends to feel a certain way about spending money, then it will be hard to convince others to spend money on your services. Now, growing up with very frugal parents, and you've heard me talk about all of my clothes or most of my clothes coming from garage sales and so forth, I had a hard time with this. My mindset was, again, with always saving and holding tight to my money. And over time, I've been able to change the way I think about things. When I was growing up, I couldn't buy an outfit unless it was on sale because I thought that paying full price for something was considered bad. And now I've come a long way and I still like a good sale, but I can really value that it's not always the importance of finding a bargain, but finding a good investment. And the thing about that is I've also invested a lot in my business, so I've been able to see the return on my investment, and now I value things differently. So I look at certain items as investments, and so I'm able to spend money in a different way, and I have a different relationship with money. Remember, money is considered currency, and currency means that it comes and it goes and there's a flow to it. So if you're holding on tightly to it, it might be hard to convince others to let go of their money to uh, pay for your services. Just some food for thought there. And so... In the end, we have all had times where we've overspent and we've gone over budget and we've made some bad buying decisions. But understanding that sales is not about price as much as it is about the confidence that we are buying something that will solve our problems. 
right? So again, money mindset or issues around money and concerns around money, it's really a mental game because our world is an abundant world. There is not a shortage issue. It's really that abundance is all around us. And so we really need to look at that abundance and start to change our mindset about money and really realize that sales is not about the money. It is really about, again, the value and the value for our clients solving their problems with our services. The fourth takeaway is sales is about people. So taking time to figure out what the client wants and needs by asking the appropriate questions and having that communication with them before the sales begins. So what do you want this service to do for you? You know, that might be something that you say to them, you know, what are you looking to get? And really figuring out where they are and what they're feeling before they buy and the transform and conveying again the value of the transformation when my husband and I were on our honeymoon we traveled to Greece and also Turkey and so the story of being in Istanbul and buying a rug we did buy a beautiful rug which I love by the way but it was quite an adventure and it was all afternoon to talk to this man about our life and our story and his story and again it just brought home the point that sales is about people and the fifth takeaway is now that you understand that selling isn't bad and it's really about how you change your way of thinking about sales and then also committing to greatness in all aspects of your business and that includes sales and marketing. So there will always be competition in our industry. It's growing faster and therefore it might be tempting to kind of blame others in the industry and like, for example, to say, oh, there's a lack of training or a lack of regulation and that's why my business isn't doing well. So it's tempting to blame others, but we really have to change our mindset about sales and our commitment to grow our business because when your commitment level changes, so do your results. So does your success. In fact, your success is in direct portion to the strategies that you employ in your business, your mindset, and your commitment to action. I always say learners are earners, but action takers are the real money makers. And here's a quote from chapter three that is titled The Professional or the Amateur. And he says, the difference between mediocrity and greatness lies in being committed to the profession and being consumed by the desire to be great and the dedication to learn the trade. He goes on to say that you must think differently, act differently, and work differently to be a professional. And to be truly great at anything, you must devote yourself completely. I love that. I think that, you know, again, it's easy to look around and compare our business to other businesses. And since I'm just loading you up on quotes, I'll give you another quote. If you've heard the quote, the grass is always greener where you water it. So when we look at other people's business and it looks like they have greener grass, it's because there was someone there that was committed to taking care of it, to helping to grow their business, 
and helping to, again, grow the grass and grow their business. So the same can be said of our beauty business. So really, again, just to recap those five takeaways and really, again, to start to think differently about selling and really to think about how it's not about being pushy or a fast-talking, confrontational, high-pressure, but really about conveying the value. Number one is that you have to change your mindset and know that sales is something that is a part of life and definitely important for growing your beauty business. Number two is to sell yourself. Again, to be sold on all of your benefits and really see that it's not about arrogance or self-righteousness. It's really about that if you are not telling clients about your services, you're really doing them a disservice because you have a solution to their problems and you have a way of helping them and you're kind of keeping it from them. Number three is that sales is not about the money, which can be kind of tricky, but again, understanding that sales is really about an exchange of value. Number four is that sales is about people, really finding out what they need and serving them in that way. And number five is being committed to greatness in all areas of your business. And that means by stepping up your marketing and stepping up your sales. Those are the first five takeaways from the book, Sell or Be Sold by Grant Cardone. And again, hopefully you have gotten some value out of this and are really going to start to think about sales in your business in a new way. Today's episode was brought to you by April Meese Incorporated. So we are opening up the doors to my signature program. I have rebranded it and restructured it so it's more streamlined with all of the great benefits and you'll hear some of the upcoming testimonials. We only offer this program twice a year and we're opening the doors in October. So mark your calendar. The new name is Elevate. So if you would like to elevate your beauty business and be the go-to stand out beauty professional in your area, then this is the program for you. It's unlike any other program. Again, it is my signature formulation to help you attract more clients and have more income with less stress. So again, mark your calendars for mid-October. There will be more details coming soon and you can elevate your beauty business. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about and also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, Hugs and High Fives. See you next week.